Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unsure in Our 20s. I'm Emerson. And I'm Caroline. And happy Tuesday. We hope that everyone had a relaxing weekend in the spirit of this episode being centered around self-care. And I hope you're starting off the week on a great note, whether you're listening to this, driving into work or going on a walk or run, whatever you're doing, we hope that you join us for a fun little episode today. Yeah. And hopefully if you are walking or running, you're not like sweating horribly because I don't know about you, Caroline, but in Boston, it's been so hot these past couple of days. It's been like unbearable. I show up to work and I'm dripping. It's disgusting. It hasn't been as bad here, actually, in Michigan. It cooled down yesterday a lot, but it was so humid last week, so I totally get that. That's kind of honestly the worst when it feels like the air is like so thick that you're breathing through a straw. I hate that feeling. No, it's literally yesterday at work. I had to roll my suitcase because I'm in New Jersey right now, so I had to bring my suitcase to work. And by the time I got there, I mean, I'm walking like over a mile and dragging this heavy over 50 pound suitcase. It was just like, not okay. I had to go collect myself in the bathroom. So that's how I, so my week's been. The the 50 pound suitcase for like the three day weekend that you'll be there. I love that. (laughs) Less than, yeah, literally less than three days. Got to bring all the options. (laughs) Yes. Um, So should we get into our intro segments? Yeah. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So we'll start with what we're doing for our career this week. So mine was actually last week this happened, but I did want to talk about it on the podcast. So I had my typical like development conversation with my manager and it was just a super honest conversation on like how I feel about what I'm doing at work and how I feel about our team dynamic and just a lot of things. And honestly, it was just a great conversation to have. I mentioned this in the last episode, but I am fairly close with my manager and we have a really good relationship, which I understand like not everyone has, but it was just good to like hear her honest opinion on everything and give like my honest opinion on everything and just have a super open conversation. Um, I think it's really important too, and you know, corporate world that you do have those honest conversations because I think sometimes things can kind of get pushed under under the rug and you can find yourself unhappy in certain situations. So yeah, I was glad I did that. That's great that you have a relationship with your manager that you feel like you can be honest and open about how things are going for you. I know, like you said, not everyone has that. So I think if you don't have that with your manager, it's important to figure out how you can still have those honest conversations because it's definitely super important. So it definitely makes it easier if you're closer with your manager. So that's really nice. Yeah. What about you? What's your, what are you doing this week? So I actually did this yesterday, but I presented the marketing campaign that I've been working on and leading for the last, I would say two and a half to three months to my peers who are in the same position as me. Um, They just work on different categories throughout um, our company. And so a lot of them have been here for a really long time and they're very well seasoned. And this was again, the first project that I've like fully led by myself since starting this role. So I was presenting our final creative and just what everyone can expect to see in the stores for this campaign and just talking through the highs and lows and everything like that. And I was definitely a little intimidated just because 
I didn't want to say something wrong and I don't know a lot of them super well. So it was one of those times where it was kind of just exciting, but nerve wracking at the same time. I will say presenting on Zoom is so much easier than presenting in person. Like I had all my notes written out and it was funny because I kind of took your piece of advice M, from like the episode we did a few weeks ago where you did a presentation and you said you didn't really prepare as much as you wish you would have. And um, it was harder for you to feel confident presenting. So I took that piece of advice and I spent the time just taking like a few bullet points um, for things I wanted to touch on. And I felt like it went really well um, and I covered everything I wanted to cover. I did get a few questions and maybe didn't know the answer to every question, but I thought it went well. And I was happy that I stepped up to the plate because I easily could have just let someone else present on it, like my boss. So that was really good. Yay, that's awesome. I'm happy for you. I was actually, as you were talking, I was going to ask what the difference is with presenting on Zoom and like in person. I know I was saying college, I had more experience presenting over Zoom and I'd always be less stressed, but it's still good experience. And yeah, I'm happy it went well. And you took my advice of not letting it be your problem. <laughs> I know, I know. I tried to make it a good, a good point in my week. Um, Segwaying right into our win of the week, though, I will start us out because my win of the week was pretty exciting for this week. So, it's so exciting. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we need to talk about this. I know. So, as I touched on last week as my flop, I have been dealing with a lot of uncertainty around where I'm going to be living next year and what's going on. And just a little bit of context to that, I guess. So, my boyfriend and I lived together last year and um, he's playing hockey and he just signed a contract to play in Toronto, which is so exciting. And I'm so proud of him. But with that, I can't work legally in Canada because I work for a US based company. So I was kind of trying to figure out where I was going to be living while he was focusing on his hockey career, which again, super proud of him and so excited. But I made the decision this week that I'm going to be moving to Hoboken, New Jersey, which if anyone's not familiar with that area, it's right across the river from New York City. It's super close. A lot of young people live in that area who maybe aren't ready to live in New York City or just kind of want like a more chill vibe. I am so excited. I'm going to be living with two girls. One of them I know super well, and I actually ran a half marathon with her in the fall. And the other girl I'm living with, um, we met through a Facebook group and she went to the same college as me. And I'm just so excited. This is honestly like a dream that I've always had to live. I don't, I won't be living in New York city, but like living in the New York area is something I've been dreaming about since I was like six or seven years old. And I'm so excited that this is something I'm going to be doing completely for myself. I'm so grateful that my job is flexible and I can live pretty much wherever. And we have a satellite office in New York city as well. So I'm hoping that I'll get the opportunity to go in person a little bit. And then also being from the East Coast, just being near family is something that I'm so excited about because I have a lot of family in the New York City area. So yeah, I figured out what I'm doing. We got our application in for an apartment that is so beautiful and has really great amenities and is kind of in a perfect location from what I've heard. So hoping that we'll get approved and get our lease signed, but I'm so excited to share that news. That was definitely the biggest one of my week. I think that's like the biggest one of the month. I mean, yeah, maybe the all, year. <laughs> no, maybe the year. First of all, congratulations to your boyfriend. That's just so excited. When I found out, I would just be on happy for both of you, but obviously like specifically him. And I think 
this week for both of us has had a lot of emotions because obviously Caroline and I talk all the time and, you know, I feel like I'm kind of like her support blanket in some way. And it was stressing me out when she was so stressed about what her plan next year was going to be. But I just kept telling her, I was like, whatever's meant to happen will happen. And it's so weird. I don't know if this is like the best friend feeling or gut feeling, but I just knew you were going to be near New York City because you've always talked about it. Your family has like an apartment there and it's just, it's so fitting for you. And I'm just beyond excited for you. And I can't wait to visit and the train to Boston and to New York is so close. And it's just, I'm just so happy and proud of you. And you're really doing something for yourself, which I think you don't often do. So love well, that you're proud you. of yourself. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for all of the support. And like, I want to say too, I was debating between doing this move and then also moving somewhere else um, that would make a little bit more sense for my career, I would say. Um, and I had a really strong gut feeling that the other option was not right for me and it was something that was hard for me to accept because that option might have been like a little bit more intuitive and maybe made a little more sense um but this is just a reminder to everyone that everything happens for a reason I always say that and like my friend that I'm going to be living with we used to talk about the dream we had of like running like races in New York City together like and we've always wanted to like live there And so this is just something we were saying, like we manifested this as funny as that sounds. And yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited and I really appreciate your support because I've kind of been on a roller coaster the last few weeks. So yeah, that was definitely my win of the week. I'm really hoping that we can get our apartment stuff solidified, but my mom's going to look at it on Saturday. So I'm really excited to see what she thinks about it. Ah, that is so exciting. And it's so nice that your mom can go and look. I remember we signed our apartment in Boston without either of us having looked at it. We were in Ohio at school. So we like had no idea what it actually looked like. And I feel like apartments, a lot of times they like record in 0.5. So it looks bigger than I think it's going to be. And like, it's just always a risk. So that's so nice that your mom is able to go and see it. Yay. So what's your one of the week? My win of the week is that I actually saw one of my best friends from high school. She was um, visiting home in Maine, and then she was flying out of Boston. So she came and she stayed with me Monday night. And it was really nice. We just went out to dinner, caught up over dinner. She's also one of the girls that I like, I I would say I talk to consistently on the phone. So I mean, we still know a lot about each other's life. But it was nice to just like sit down, relax and talk. And then we went back, we watched a movie, and then we went to bed by like 1030 because it was a Monday night. <laughs> but it was just so nice seeing her again. And keeping like those close friendships from high school is something that I think like, a, I don't know, I feel like I haven't done as good of a job as I would have liked to. But she's one of those people that I think we've both put in like equal efforts to stay really close, which has been like amazing. Um, so just really grateful for that friendship and kind of just connecting with the people that you don't see all the time. So that was my win of the week. That's so awesome. And I know last week we touched on like traveling to see friends and postgrad and like how that's a little bit more challenging. So it's so nice that was able to work out for you guys. Yeah. Now we're going to get into the weekly flop. Um, (laughs) okay. I kind of want to start for this. Caroline has no idea what I'm about to say. So I'm in New Jersey right now. And yesterday I took the train after work 
to get here and I train into New York City. So it's like a three and a half hour train ride. So if you have any like side projects or anything else going on, like this is the time to do it. I love working on the train. I love doing things on the train. Like you are so productive and not distracted. And it's like, I was looking forward to it all week. So I needed dinner before I got on the train because I got into New Jersey around like 10 p.m. So I got kava before. And mind you, like kava, like you can get a pretty thick bowl and it's like a good amount of food. So I was starving after work. I have my kava. I'm so excited. And I ate the whole thing on the train probably under like 10 minutes. Like it was inhaled. Like <laughs> So... Anyways, my stomach kind of started to hurt. And I also am like notorious for getting car sick. Like I, like if we're, if we're debating between sitting in the front or the back, like I need to sit passenger seat or else like I will feel sick, but I haven't had an issue on the train yet with feeling car sick. So on the train, I start to work and I'm like, oh my God, I literally feel like I'm going to throw up. Like this is not okay. So I was like, okay, just close the computer. Like you don't need to get this work done. It's fine go to the bathroom. I'm like trying to collect myself. I'm like sweating on this train. I'm thinking I'm going to throw up. I'm like, okay, just go back to your seat. So at this point I've gotten up like three times. The guy next to me hates me. And I ended up just texting this girl where I'm helping her with a project. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not doing well on this train. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just inhaled 2000 calories worth of kava in under 10 minutes. And I'm literally about to pass out. I was like, I'm sweating through my shirt. Like, I don't feel well. I like, I think I took five times. I'm not even kidding. But anyways, so I ended up getting nothing done that I wanted to get done, which sucked. And I was so sad because I actually look forward to that time on the train so much. And I didn't have it because I felt just so sick. But that's okay. It's whatever. I guess I can just like work on it this weekend. But that's my flop. Super fun. That. First of all, I love kava. I'm so excited for when I move. I'm hoping there will be kava near me. Um, I'm sure there will be in New York City, but um, that's like me with Chipotle. Like I love Chipotle. It's my by far my favorite food, but it makes me sick every time I eat it. Like I am in, I'm doubled over in pain for at least six hours after I eat Chipotle. I eat it once a week. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no level of like self awareness with that so I completely get that and I've been there so many times so yeah I'm always like you don't have to eat the whole bowl Caroline like just because they give you the food does not mean you need to eat the whole bowl no but how like that's my thing like Catherine and I always talk about it like whenever I see a girl and she eats half her chipotle I'm like are you okay like why do you want that like do you want me to finish it and it's like and then I just feel so sick so yeah that was horrible but that's yeah that was my flop fun right my flop is also very lighthearted, similar to yours, but every Thursday, like probably a lot of our listeners, I'm so excited to watch the Kardashians. I've been an absolute stan of the Kardashians ever since Emerson introduced me to the show, like probably in middle school. I don't even know. I've been watching it since like the OG beginning. And this season is so boring. Like yesterday, I was so excited get done with work. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch the Kardashians relax. All they're doing is singing the entire show. I'm like, I want to know what's going on with Kanye. I want to know what's going on with Chloe and Tristan. Like, give me some actual content that anyone wants to see. I don't need to see Kourtney Kardashian, like belting Santa baby. If you guys watch the episode, you know what I'm talking about. It was so boring. And obviously I will watch no matter what, because I just, I like love watching their lifestyle. I think it's so entertaining and it's so out of touch. But like, 
I I do not like this season at all. I liked last season, but I feel like they don't really go into things. And also like Kim and uh, Chloe are holding the show up on their backs because it doesn't really seem like many other people are super invested, but super lighthearted flop, obviously does not really matter that much, but yeah, I'm kind of sick of it. I don't really love this season this, this summer. So. Okay. It's so funny. You mentioned it. I haven't watched the last episode yet. The one that came out, like I would have watched it yesterday, but since I was traveling, I haven't watched it yet. So I don't really know what you're talking about, but it's so interesting. I feel like Kendall and um, Kylie, like aren't really in the season. I think it's really Chloe uh kim and courtney and also like i'm so over the plot of the courtney and kim drama with dolce gabbana yeah i'm actually over it i feel like they just like needed to bring in some sort of drama but i do have to say like i love this version of the kardashians so much more than the um previous streaming of it like i really think it's more reality like the kids like they're acknowledging cameras are there and stuff so i like the format of this one way more but I agree this season's just like kind of boring so glad you mentioned yeah I like the format of this one too but yeah I just I feel like they don't go into any of the topics that anyone really wants to know about which like understandably so because I feel like the stuff they'll deal with is like super traumatizing to be honest with you yeah Um, but yeah that's my flop if anyone like agrees or has the same feelings like definitely let us know because if there are anyone who like loves this season of the Kardashians I'd be curious to hear your input Yes, love it. Well, I'm glad we covered the very important things. (laughs) Um, But this episode, we're talking all about self-care that costs zero dollars. I know, Caroline, you kind of have something you want to say on it, but we all know self-care is so important. And I think Caroline and I definitely prioritize it. And obviously, self-care goes beyond the materialistic things like getting a facial, a massage, going and getting a manicure or, you know, buying a really nice dinner like you can do a lot of things that cost zero dollars so we want to kind of share our favorites yeah and I this idea really came to me when I was thinking about how self-care relates to working a corporate job I think 40 plus hours of your week are spent working so it's important to find time for yourself and figure out the things that bring you joy and I think especially when scrolling on TikTok you can get down the rabbit hole of like doing things for yourself requires spending a lot of money, like getting the $60 skinny confidential ice roller, like things like that are like super expensive products in order to maintain your self-care. And so I think that this episode, we really wanted to think about like, let's go back down to the basics. What are things very simple that you can do? Again, don't have to spend a lot of money, um, hopefully not any money. And just kind of remind everyone, because especially in the summertime as well, I think it's a very social time for everyone and it's easy to lose sight of like your own mental well-being and the things that are important for you to do, I guess, to prioritize your, again, mental well-being. So we can dive right in. Emerson, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So (laughs) I actually was thinking about this at work, like things I could say. So I slacked some of my girlfriends at work and I was like, give me some ideas. So some of these come from work friends as well, but all stuff that I've done. So my first one is using Eventbrite for free things. This is something that I actually need to start doing more because my roommate and I, Catherine, we used it. Um, I'd say a few months ago, or maybe when it was warmer a few months ago, 
before the winter time, we went to this thing in the seaport district of Boston. And it was this amazing, like female event where they were were recording a podcast all about like retail. And it was so interesting. Um, Baked by Melissa was there and she was a guest speaker. And it was this free event. They had all this food. And it was just like a fun way for my roommate and I to bond. But also after a long day of work, it was just so interesting hearing like all these empowering women talk about starting businesses and all this cool stuff. And it honestly was just a great like free fun thing to do. So definitely don't knock Eventbrite and check it out. See what's around you, especially if you live in a big city, like there's going to be so many things. Um, and don't be afraid to go alone and try to meet people there at these events and just take time for yourself. So that's my first one. I need to, is it an app? I need to download Eventbrite because I've never heard of that, but that sounds like something that I'd be really interested in. They might have an app, but it's a website. So if you literally just type in Eventbrite and then you would do like Hoboken or Boston or whatever, you would see so many events around you. It's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I'm excited to try it out. Mine is walking around a farmer's market of some sort. When I lived in Madison, they had the most amazing farmer's market around the Capitol Square. If you ever get the chance to go to Madison, Wisconsin um, in the summer or fall, that is absolutely like a bucket list. One of the best parts of that city. And I would say most cities and towns have farmer's market. It's a great way to see what's going on in your community. Again, like really good for your mental health to be outside. You don't need to like buy there. Obviously, it's tempting different types of cheese and like fresh fruits and beautiful flowers. And I absolutely love doing that. So if you are able to figure out if there's a farmer's market in your area, definitely spend like a Saturday morning doing that by yourself or with friends, because that was one of my favorite things. We would have one in our college town and like my best friends, we would just wake up on a Saturday morning and go walk around and it would just be so much fun. Also, I know we said self-care that's free, but a lot of farmer's markets are cash. So if you have like 10 bucks in cash, cash to me isn't real money. Um, So actually don't take this advice because I know we're on the free thing, but you could get some really good produce for like $5. So I'm just going to put that out there, you know? zero dollars or five dollars it's all yeah and you have to bring yeah you have to bring cash sometimes they'll take venmo but yeah but you don't have to spend money you can you can have fun with or without it i will say it's tempting though to to buy stuff um so our next one is call a friend or family member i mean caroline and i this is like the whole reason of our podcast and kind of what it stemmed from was our phone calls and it's just it's the most like peaceful thing especially just to talk to someone and hear about what's going on in their life and talk about your life and honestly when I'm talking to someone on the phone I feel like I'm so present in that conversation that I'm not thinking about anything else around me and it just is really something that I mean I at least try to be very intentional with it so if you're going to do it like maybe go on a walk or do it while you're just like laying in bed but make sure you're not you know, scrolling on TikTok or doing other things that kind of bring you out of the conversation. But it's just such a good way to like, you know, talk, let some thoughts out, but then also like clear your mind and just hear from someone that you love. So that's my next one. My next self-care tip is declutter your phone or your space. So for your phone, I would recommend like spending 
an afternoon or even like an hour deleting like old photos that you don't need. We all have like those screenshots of our lock screens that we accidentally do when we're trying to turn on our phone, um, deleting like apps that you don't use anymore, text messages, like just having a clear phone. That sounds weird, but it's just, it feels so much better. I don't know. And then like do a new lock screen on your phone, find a photo that you really like, or like an inspirational quote. Um, and kind of just do like a little phone refresh. That's something I did recently. And I felt so much better weirdly after it. And then as for your space, just decluttering your apartment, um, you know, you can donate clothes, go through your closet, organize things, um, just get rid of extra stuff. Cause that, I guess, leaves space for a lot more mental clarity. Yeah. Something that I've actually started doing. And it's so funny. I was just having a conversation with someone about this and I forget who it was, But something I've started doing with the phone thing is I am like the person that takes screenshots of literally everything to send it to people. So I have so many that would back up. So what I started doing was like every two days and now I don't even think about it. I just go on my camera roll and I delete my recent like screenshots and my camera roll now is just pictures that like I love and I want to look at. So if almost you can get in that habit, I think that would leave space to like not even have to do a big, you know, bulk session of it, but it does feel really good. Um, So my next self-care that costs $0 tip is a good playlist and a walk. We obviously talk about walks all the time, but for me, they're just the most like mind clearing thing. They help me so much. Um, I also love a good like hot girl walk playlist, which I hate saying, but if you go on Spotify and you just look up like hot girl walk, if you have a good beat to walk to, like you'll realize you're almost running at that point. So I love just going on a walk, listening to music. And I also really like going on a walk and not listening to anything, but my surroundings. I think a lot of times we forget to like, just let things be quiet. We're always consuming so much. And it's really important for me and like my self-care to just sometimes go on a walk and just kind of be in my thoughts and just have time to think stuff through um, myself without like all the noise around me. That's an amazing tip. I think in the very technologically advanced world that we all live in now, there's just constant noise. And I think a lot of us have lost touch of like sitting in our own thoughts and being in silence. And so I really like that tip. And that's something that I want to try to do this weekend is just go for a walk without listening to anything while I'm doing so. My next tip is to clean your apartment. I think everyone knows that cleaning your space is obviously a huge form of self-care and it's very therapeutic. I would say my biggest tips for cleaning are, I mean, I'm someone I pick up consistently. I never really leave my spaces super messy, but you can make it fun. Like put on a podcast, put on a YouTube video on your TV and clean your counters. Say it's a Sunday. You want to make it a goal, like get your whole kitchen, like a deep clean on that, in that time frame. So put on a podcast and like really just like lose yourself in the cleaning. That sounds so weird, but like just focusing on something else and like you're doing that for yourself to have a clean space. I don't know. I really like cleaning. Um, I think if you're someone who hates cleaning, um, maybe try to make it like a challenge of like five or 10 minutes every day at the end of the day, just try to pick up your space. But um, yeah, I think doing like a big cleaning session, especially on a Sunday, in my opinion, there's like no better self-care than that. Oh yeah. And then talk about the feeling after when your place is just spotless, like 
you can't be upset in a very oh. space. Like it's actually not possible to be sad when your spot like place is spotless. So such a good tip. Um, my next one is to journal. But if you're not a fan of journaling, like myself, speak into your phone. And this is something I did when I was probably at like my lowest point. Um, when I moved to Boston, I was like dealing with a lot of things and I hadn't even talked to anyone about it. I didn't know what to say to people. So I literally pretended like I was like journaling, but I just did it into my voice memos. And I just told my phone everything that I was going through. And I think a lot of people are intimidated by like the idea of journaling because it can be time consuming and like sitting down and writing everything like that helps for some people. But I know for me, like my hand's going to cramp. I hate my handwriting. Like I just feel like I'm such so much better at verbalizing my thoughts. So I just walked around Boston pretty much screaming into my phone. And I, I told my phone everything I was going through. And I can't even explain the feeling after I felt like I just had like a free therapy session. And it was kind of just the start of like this whole idea of speaking into my phone and it was the best form of self-care and it really helped me in the moment. So that is definitely one of my biggest tips. That's awesome. I think too, like if you don't want to speak into your phone, sometimes you just need to get stuff out of your, like off your chest, which is the same idea about journaling. Like if you have a trusted friend or family member that you can talk to and like, let them know, Hey, I'm not really looking for advice. I'm just trying to like get my thoughts out. I think that's also a really good way, but I like this tip because you're not like burdening anyone else with how you're feeling and you don't feel that sense of like judgment at all. So that's great. My next piece of advice for self-care is a super long everything shower. Um, This idea really started on TikTok. I think all of us girls know what an everything shower is, but for anyone who doesn't know, it's basically a shower where you wash your hair, like you shave your legs, you do absolutely everything you need to do to feel your best like when you get out and showers are so therapeutic I love showering before bed um and just feeling super clean but I love doing like an everything shower on a Sunday as well that's like my favorite so some of my products that I love um I love the tree hut scrubs which again I feel kind of like embarrassed to admit that I like these because I feel like again this is like what Penelope Disick used on TikTok and like made them blow up so like a nine-year-old but there are these scrubs and they exfoliate your skin. They smell so good. Um, if you're like a self-tanning queen like myself, you you need an exfoliator. So I love these. They just like my skin is so buttery soft after I do those. So I love those. You can get them at Target or any drugstore. I love purple shampoo. So if you're blonde, like an everything shower for me includes like letting purple shampoo sit in my hair for five minutes. I recently tried the solitaire purple shampoo from Target and it is by far my favorite one I've tried. Super affordable and it works really well just to take out any brassy tones. If you're not blonde, I'm sure there's like a hair mask you could do or anything like that. Obviously shaving and using lotion after. Again, obviously I'm mentioning products here, but you just use what you have for an everything shower. You don't need to like go out and buy all these fancy products. Like you can still give yourself like a little pamper at home with whatever you have. Yeah. Even just like the exfoliator. Say you don't have an exfoliator, like take a rag and go at it with your skin. Like there are so many things you can do that don't cost money. And honestly, like I assume anyone listening to this, like you have shampoo, you have face wash, you have a razor. So I love it. There's nothing better than that feeling after. So my next tip is if you want to ruin that feeling after you can self tan, (laughs) 
<laughs> but I, I mean, the pipeline of doing your everything shower to self tanning is actually amazing. Like, tell me you don't feel better than the morning after like sleeping in your tan after you showered and cleansed your whole body. And then you wash off that tan, like it's the best feeling in the world. So self tan or tan in the sun. I love tanning in the sun, but obviously you have to be careful with it. Caroline and I both have had our fair share of getting horrible burns and that's <laughs> not self care at all. That is literally like self ruining. I don't know what to say, but that is not good for your skin. So yeah. Recommend self-tanning if you're into that. My favorite self-tanner is the Bondi Sands. It's super affordable. You can get it at like Ulta or they probably have it on Amazon. Um, But I just use that and a mitt and I just rub it all over. And there's just no better feeling than being tan. So however, you know, you want to get your tan. Um, I actually think it affects my mental health and I'm not even kidding. It has the biggest impact on me. So love a good fake tanning moment. I want to add something to that too. So I'm the exact same way. Like I feel like I'm unstoppable the morning I wake up and like wash off my tan and everything like that. My favorite self tanning product, which I just found is the tanologist instant, like three hour mousse. Um, it gives you like the best olive color and it's looks a little more natural in my opinion than other self tanners I've used. So I would highly recommend that again. I think it's like $15, maybe, maybe 20. So it's pretty affordable. Also, I saw that Alex Cooper went on this whole like anti self tan journey because she said she was like so reliant on it for her confidence. And I was like telling my boyfriend, I really wish I could do that. And I wish I could just like accept the paleness, but like I'm not, I'm not on that journey. And for now, self tan will always be like my form of self care. Yeah. And it's just so much quicker than like laying out in the sun. I mean, trust me, I love laying out in the sun. I love getting color, but like long-term, I don't really want a lot of wrinkles or, you know, the worst that comes from that. So it's just quick. You can do it. You can clean while you're doing, you know, there's just so much. It can be one form of like a bunch of forms of self-care all in a day. It's amazing. My next tip is to make yourself a mocktail or a cocktail. Um, My favorite, favorite drink to have when I'm at home is kombucha. I'm an absolute kombucha like fiend. I've been drinking it since I was in high school. If you don't know what kombucha is, it's fermented tea and it has a lot of probiotics and it's super good for your gut health. I actually love the taste of it. I know it's like definitely an acquired taste and I love putting my kombucha in a wine glass. Um, That was an idea from Danielle Carolyn, the YouTuber, (laughs) completely copied her on that. Um, but yeah, I love like romanticizing my kombucha. I love Olipop, which is again, like a probiotic soda. Um, and it's like super healthy. I think Poppy is the other one that's similar to that, which I've never tried Poppy. I make myself, I don't know. I lean more towards like the wine side of things if I want like to have a drink at home, but um, yeah, like just have fun. And like, there's so many cool recipes for like mocktails on TikTok as well that I've seen. So I also like if you're doing like a kombucha or um, an Olipop, like just putting a drop of like lemon juice or lime juice in it. It just brings it up and makes it so much more fun. And I know you have like lemon or lime juice laying around your fridge. So I like to add that as well. My next thing goes kind of with that, but just a new recipe or meal prepping. Meal prepping for me is very therapeutic. I actually love it. I feel like I actually like black out when I'm doing it and I don't even touch my phone. I never even know where my phone is while I'm doing it. Like it's like, okay, I'm putting the sweet potatoes in the oven and then I'm chopping up the chicken and then seasoning like the broccoli. And there are just so many things going on at once that I feel like my mind is just like 
only on what I'm cooking. And I just love that because it distracts me. I'm not looking at my phone. It's just a great like hour or two to myself. So I love meal prepping. And then also just like look around your pantry and see what type of food you have and your fridge and see if there's anything that you can make or a little recipe that you want to make or, you know, go on TikTok and look up Bake by Melissa recipes and see if you can like pull some things around your pantry to make a fun recipe that's like new and, you know, will help clear your mind and be delicious. Also follow every day with M on Instagram for like the best homemade dessert recipes that are healthy. I always see you posting like your reels that have like, she's such a good baker. Emerson is that's her like other Instagram account that she uses and she makes the most creative, like low ingredient recipes. So I have that on my list to like try out one of your recipes from your Instagram account. So you guys all should check that out too. Oh, thank you. Appreciate the plug. (laughs) My next tip is to make a Spotify playlist. Um, This kind of goes hand in hand with what Emerson talked about and like going on a walk. But also my Spotify is like so jammed up with like all these outdated playlists that I never listened to. You can spend like a whole afternoon making new Spotify playlists. You can like update the photos on them so they look like really aesthetically pleasing. During COVID, I made all of my Spotify playlists have blue pictures. So it was like super like, I don't know, I liked the way it looked. Uh, Some of my favorite Spotify playlists to follow right now are Country Music Summer 2023 on Spotify. It's just like really good vibes. If you like country music, obviously Speak Now, Taylor's version. Speak Now is like by far my favorite Taylor Swift album other than Red. So I just like I've had that on repeat. On repeat. I've literally I've actually not stopped listening to it. I think it's like I'm starting to like I'm like, do I even like these songs anymore? Because I just like I can't stop listening to it. Anyways, no, I know it's so good. Yeah. And I just have to add one to that. It's the Taylor Swift bridges that are God tier. I don't know whose it is, but I'm obsessed with it. And I'll just like take those songs and add them to like my Taylor Swift playlist. And it's just such a good way to like hear all the songs that you forgot about. Um, My next one is go to the library and get new books. If you live in a city, if you live in a small town, like there's most likely a library. So get a library card and take advantage of it. I actually went to the library the other day and I got two Ellen Hildebrand. Is that Erin? Yes. I love Ellen Hildebrand books. Okay. Yeah. So I got two of her books. I forget which ones they are. I need to start them, but it was so fun just like walking around. And I was also looking for like businessy books or like marketing, graphic design books. Um, but I didn't get like too deep into those, but you could literally lose yourself at the library. And I just had so much fun. And now I have these two new books to read. So it's a great form of self-care that costs $0. My next tip is listen to a podcast. Um, obviously Emerson and I created our own podcast. So we're both huge, huge podcast girls. Some of my favorite podcasts are Gals on the Go is like probably the number one podcast that I look forward to listening to the most and Pretty Basic. Those are both like very chatty lifestyle um, podcasts that are based around like YouTubers, I would say. And then I love Anything Goes, which is by Emma Chamberlain. That's definitely more of like a deep podcast that makes you think about more serious topics. I love Making Moves with TK, which is more of like a business focused and career advancement podcast. And then I love Happy Hour with Gretchen Garrity, which is like a very positive, uplifting podcast. One of my favorites is Not Your Typical. I forget what her name is, but it just shows like how sometimes like you listen to podcasts that you fall in love with, but you don't even know like what the person looks like. You know nothing about them, but it's called Not Your Typical. So look it up. You'll find it. 
she's just great with like lifestyle, fitness, wellness tips. Um, and yeah, just living like a balanced lifestyle. So I love her. I'm trying to think of any other ones. Oh, I love girls got to eat. It's like more of like a sex podcast relationship podcast. And they're just so funny. I find myself I'm on walks and I'm like laughing to myself. So I love girls got to eat as well. The last tip we have is to play a board game or cards with friends. This is something my boyfriend kind of has started doing with me and his family is like a huge um, cards family. But when we were in Turks and Caicos, we were with another couple and we just ended up playing this card game literally all night, like the whole time. And it was just so fun. It's like, you're not on your phone. You're just connecting with people. You're laughing. It's nothing you have to think about. And it's just super fun and relaxing. So definitely like good quality time and good self-care to just be with people you love and play some games and get old school. It's so funny that you wrote this down because we have been in this house. So my boyfriend, myself and his brother, we have been on this card game kick. We play cards almost every single night and it's so fun. And I was saying yesterday, I was like, what am I going to do when the summer's over? And like, I don't have people who are going to constantly play cards with me anymore. Like, it's so fun. I know you'll have to bring your cards to, to the new city. I know. Watch out. It's my future roommates. You don't know what you're stepping into with my card games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will pin you down. I will make you play the card games with me. <laughs> I will I will give you a 45 minute tutorial on how to play Canadian Rummy. <laughs> Never heard of that one. Oh my god. Wait, can we talk about like the chokehold that Candy Crush or wait, no, sh- what was it? Candy Ladder? What was that called? Oh, shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. Or Candyland. Candyland. We loved that game. Oh my okay. gosh. Wait, I I honestly wonder my mom probably still has that game somewhere in her basement. I know. If you guys I, played Candyland when you were little, that was the best game. Like I literally, and I know there's like one magic trick with cards and I do it every time. And I was doing it on Georgie the other day and he's like, how'd you do that? And I was like, well, I can't tell you. That's the point of the, like the magic trick. But then he ended up figuring it out, which is just like so annoying and it ruined the fun. But <laughs> yeah, it's just so fun to play with cards and all that, all that good stuff. Okay, guys. Well, this was our episode um, all about self-care that costs zero dollars. We really hope that everyone can try out some of these self-care tips and definitely reach out to Emerson and I if you do try any of them out or if you have any tips that we didn't mention. And we hope that everyone has an amazing start to their week. And thank you so much for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye.